Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's the snap. Play action fake. Dart throw towards it. Caught ball. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin. Caught ball. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Gronkowski again. Fire the cannons. Seven seconds left. Good snap. The spot. Here's the kick by Suckup. Is it good? It is good! The number one show in America is uh, the NFL, and it kicked off last night. And uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Dallas Cowboys. Tom Brady, at age 62, threw four touchdown passes and had a game-winning drive in the last 90 seconds. Same old Tom Brady. Wow. Cowboys are a serious playoff team, too. And you know that's that is all he... that The reason he's playing is to be behind with two minutes to go and have mm-hmm. the ball. That's the whole reason he's playing. You know it is. Rather than being like nervous like I would be or a lot of people would be, he's like, this is the whole reason I only eat lettuce and work out all the time. Freaking fantastic. We're behind Finally. with two minutes to go and I either win or lose the game. Yes! That's what he wants to do. Did you see that weird new Subway ad he's in? I mean, it's really meta. It's it's like uh, Subway kind of takes over his perfume ad, and he's smelling this, the bread. It's all about the incredible bread. The sandwich or the underground urban transportation? The sandwich shop, indeed. Okay. And, uh, and, and then the end of it, uh, he's sniffing the bread, and, and the voiceover chick says, you don't even eat bread. Oh, I mean, gotcha. Really gotcha. weird. Gotcha. Yeah. So we talked about this yesterday. I was happy to see that the Wall Street Journal took a look at it. Um, the recall election is going on in California. Actually, there's a new poll out today with 60-40 keep him in office is the Berkeley poll out today. Um, been a lot of polling mistakes in recent years, so who knows. But right now it looks like he'd keep his job. But if uh, Gavin Newsom does get booted out, the likely winner is uh, radio show host Larry Elder. Larry Elder's in L.A. two days ago, gets assaulted, and it gets no news coverage, which is absolutely amazing. And the Wall Street Journal runs a an article called, If Elder Were a Democrat, Without Double Standards, Would the U.S. Media Have Any Standards at All? Wow, great shot. Great opening shot. I'm listening. If Elder were a Democrat, the attack would not only be front-page news... It would be just about the only news you were hearing about today on CNN and MSNBC. And he goes through a bunch of names you might not know all these. Charles Blow, Perry Bacon, and Jamel Bowie would each be writing the first in a series of angry columns about it. So would Gail Collins, Jonathan Capehart, Jennifer Rubin, Mike Michelle Goldberg, Paul Krugman, Maureen Dowd, Dana Milbank, Urza Klein would all be treating multiple news analysis about the history of the usage of gorilla tropes against blacks. A woman in a gorilla mask. A white woman. A white woman in a gorilla mask threw things at a candidate trying to become the first person of color to become governor of California. And it doesn't make the news. In a gorilla mask. Are you following me here? Joanne Reed, Rachel Maddow, Don Lemon would be doing hour-long broadcasts on the attack, convening panels discussing just how the attack pulls the scab off racism in America and proves we have so much work left to do in dealing with the problem. Vox would commission a series about California's grim history of racism dating back to the Chinese Exclusion Act, and Asian American and Latino writers would hasten to explain that California's historic hostility to all sorts of persons of color is as traditional as its Tournament of Roses parade. (laughs) 
3,000-word essays about the brutal, unknown history of lynchings in the Golden State would be published in The Atlantic and or The New Yorker. Al Sharpton, exhibiting a combination of exhaustion and despondency, would be a guest on half a dozen cable news shows. The woman who threw... This is, this is also true. The woman who threw the egg at Elder would find her picture, her name, and everything about her life... On social media, scrutinized at great length, and on the home pages of leading news sites, her appearance would be mocked by, by late-night comedians. But the libertarian Mr. Elder is the one being subjected to mockery and worse by media outlets like the L.A. Times. Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. You've been warned. That is all so 100% true. A, a white woman in a gorilla mask attacked a black candidate. But because he leans right, it got zero news coverage. Which is just the most beautiful and clear proof of what we've been saying for a long time. All this stuff is not about justice. It's not about racism. It's about power. It is a raw exercise of power. Now, I think some of the ideologues on cable news actually believe the claptrap, they say. But it's... um. I mean, what could be a more clear indication of how sincere they are about what they say and what they say all the time as they lecture us unendingly, as they lecture us at work when your company has it, their diversity and anti-racism training that if you dare speak out against, you will be fired. That's how sincere they are. Beautiful. I don't know how you think this is going to end up well, but there you go. Well, and his his security detail was physically assaulted, shot with a pellet gun, and hit with projectiles. It's unbelievable. And and, and if you've seen the video, I tweeted out the video, in a full-on fist fight with some of these people. And, you know, it's only if you are uh, big enough, strong enough to keep them away from the candidate that they don't get to the candidate. You know what I appreciate is L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who spoke out. He slammed it as a hate crime. He added that woke privilege is what enabled the woman to attack Elder and called out woke politicians for not showing the same outrage that they would if Elder was a liberal. He tweeted, woke privilege means a white woman can wear a gorilla mask and attack a black man without fear of being called a racist. Well said, Sheriff. Well said. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is. A um, couple of stories on Afghanistan I wanted to hit you with, as tomorrow is the anniversary of 9-11. Boy, could you have predicted a weirder 20-year anniversary of 9-11 than we're going to have. Uh, it's impossible, for me anyway, to take in any coverage about the 20-year anniversary of 9-11 without thinking about the fact that the Taliban are in charge of the country now and booted us out and told us when we had to leave. Right. Anyway, right. a couple of Held stories. people hostage. Mm-hmm. A couple of stories on that today. China is weighing occupation of the former U.S. air base at Bagram, sources say. Building on friendly relations, Beijing has secured with the new Taliban government in Afghanistan. China is now considering new ways to expand influence and embarrass the United States. This is from U.S. News and World Report. And they are considering uh, uh, bringing in planes and everything like that and occupying the airport and making it more or less a military base. So That's just fantastic. Great. In return for billions of dollars of aid to Afghanistan, which the Taliban is happy to have. And China doesn't give a damn about their horrific human rights uh, record. Not a bit. And this story just came out in the last 24 hours. The Taliban announced that the inauguration ceremony of its new government will be held tomorrow on September 11th. You think that was an accident? On September 11th. The Taliban is going to inaugurate their new national government. 
It has saved uh, the. I'm reading from a, a journalist here. It has saved the biggest insult to the last and made it utterly clear that the U.S. lost the war it fought to avenge 9/11. A day of infamy indeed. Wow. Wow, that's a little hard to take. And that's how much they care, by the way, what our State Department and President think of them. They didn't make any efforts whatsoever to make this smoother or less insulting so they can run the country. No, they're going to inaugurate the government on September 11th and stand there and I don't know how they do it. They put the hand on the Koran and swear to do. I don't know how they do that, but um, they'll you know send up the flag and I'll salute each other and hey. We took over the country, and here we are, 20 years later. Look at us. Behead an infidel, beat a woman. Yeah, that's something. Sip on some delicious tea. Yeah, a couple of uh, shocking Blues Clues updates to come next segment. Why did Steve really leave the show? Yeah, if you haven't heard this, he got blue into dogfighting. And it's just... (laughs) It's it's, funny, that's not the version of the story I have. It's gruesome. It's not for the kids at all. Barbaric! There's no mention of that here. Uh, that And the current state of Blue's Clues, the Steve thing is actually kind of amusing. Um, but the current state of Blue's Clues is going to make you insane. Yeah, what, Would you like to be insane? What Blue did to Pluto in the ring is just... <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, I'm out. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you. Ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Thanks for listening. You look great, by the way. Whatever it is you're doing, it's working. We got this text yesterday after we played some of the Steve Burns Blues Clues stuff. Steve's Blues Clues, hello. I'm not crying. You're crying. Okay, I'm totally crying. Um, (laughs) But we also got, I'm 60 and childless, and I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Of course you would. I thought we set it up fairly effectively. Uh, But anyway, uh, Blues Clues, giant hit show, 1996, 2006, cherished by little children. Steve Burns uh, left the show uh, suddenly in 02. He left Blues to go to college in his final episode. Uh, The actor was actually 29 years old at the time. Rumors began to swirl that he died of a drug overdose, was a drug addict, or was killed in a car crash. I'm glad those didn't come across my kid's desk. Um, I didn't, geez, when my kids were just so into Blues Clues, and it was so wholesome and nice, the idea of, yeah, he died in a drug overdose. Is what happened. Well, yeah, actually, the gal who wrote this piece for Business Insider uh, asked a, a co-worker who was a fan of the show what she thought happened to Steve. She said, yeah, I heard he turned to drugs. I never the looked real- into it, but I always just assumed he got tired of it, that he was a um, a guy that had other things he wanted to do. That's what I just assumed. But. That is part of it. But he revealed in an interview years ago, by the way, it's worth mentioning, he was nominated for a daytime Emmy. He was named one of people's most eligible bachelors alongside George Clooney and Ben Affleck back in the day. Really? Affleck. But he uh, he revealed in an interview several years ago, one of the main reasons he left the show was he was going bald. And he didn't want that to happen on national television in front of his young fans. That's pretty funny. Quote, 
I knew I wasn't going to be doing children's TV all my life, mostly because I refused to lose my hair on a kid's TV show. <laughs> and it was happening fast. And indeed, they went back to early Blue's Clues episodes through the years. And yeah, dude was losing his hair in a hurry. Hey, how you doing? It looks like there's a cat sleeping in my drain in the shower. How's Blue today? <laughs> um, uh, that's kind of funny. I, did he get become a gazillionaire out of that? I'll bet he didn't sign a good contract when he took that job. Because Blue's Clues, my kids had Blue's Clues pillowcases and lunch boxes and the DVDs and the, 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 just, I mean, co- Halloween costumes. Uh, his first deal probably wasn't very good, but it probably wasn't very long either. I'll bet subsequent deals were pretty mm-hmm. lucrative. But uh, my son actually was totally aware of what he'd been up to because he's into the music that yeah. uh, Steve made afterward. But that's that's kind of amusing and, and good for him. He moved on with his life. This is not the least bit amusing. This is the current Blues Clues. Uh, clip number 11, please. Hey, Blue, look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. No. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Trans members of this no. family no. all love no. each other so it. proudly, and they all go marching in the pink parade. Come no, this, join the fun. This is, this is satire. This is This can't be what Blue's Clues is now. That was a drag queen, by the way, singing to the preschool children. That's not on the blues. new Blues Clues for real. Yeah, you're for sure real. you verified. Yes, this. yeah. I'm actually here's a piece in the Federalist. The new Blues Clues is committed to revealing a lot of clues about the left wing dogma of gender identity. The cartoon puppy mascot of the educational series teaching children ages three to five is taking on a new topic: woke social justice activism of gender dysphoria. P is full of pride. The reboot alphabet song proclaims alongside images of different pride flags representing pansexuals, lesbians, bisexuals, asexuals, gender okay. fluid individuals, etc. Well, et cetera, that's et way outside the bounds of what you're probably going to show your uh, little kid. It's just like how I said we we stopped watching Sesame Street or Sesame Street or or just watched the older episodes, and not because necessarily I was against some of the woke messages they were so. Uh, excited about on Sesame Street is my kids were bored with it. They would get into the various lectures about this or that political crap, and my kids were bored with it. They wanted Elmo riding a bike. They didn't want any lectures about how you're supposed to be. And uh, so we would go back and watch the older episodes. So Sesame Street did it, and then Blues Blues Clues did it. Nice. Everything woke turns to s***. No kidding. Play (laughs) clip number 12, Michael. Families marching six by six. Hurrah! And pan grown-ups you see can love each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big parade oh yeah so i didn't even know there still was a blues clues has anybody put those two things together the fact that it is no longer a national phenomenon and the content they probably haven't connected those two dots well no because the main goal is the uh you know, the uh, indoctrinating the little kids, and but they if, have the schools, they have the universities, and they have the media. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm guessing, but they're the resistance. I'm guessing not a lot of people are watching Blue's Clues in its current yeah. formation. Good. So, uh, Ray-Ban and Facebook announced a new set of sunglasses yesterday that have a camera in them and a video recorder. Here's Mark Zuckerberg, one of the richest people in the world. Uh, on the new Facebook Ray-Ban sunglasses. We put this LED light 
on the front of the glasses so that people around you will know when you're taking a photo or video. It lights up to let people know that the camera is on. There's also a power switch to turn off your glasses whenever you want, like if you're in a private space. When your glasses are off, they are completely off. The mic is off and you can't take photos or record video. So that's Mark Zuckerberg assuring people that wear the glasses that you can turn them off and you'll be, and you will turn them off and privacy will not be by. And I just thought, are you kidding me? Are you the right messenger for this dude? What I, <laughs> what I tweeted out was, hey, how about you run some of this stuff by someone who doesn't work for you before you put it out there? So it's not well, just like people the- are going to say, oh, this is a good idea, boss. Good idea, boss. Act like you care about privacy, boss. <laughs> the wrath yeah, the- of Mark. The unspoken truth there was, look, everybody knows I've invaded privacy more successfully than anybody since J. Edgar Hoover. But I'm telling you, this device, this device is fine. Anyway, they look exactly like Ray-Ban Wayfarers, Wayfarers, if you can pull that look off. And uh, they're about 300 bucks. And Wall Street Journal uh, tech person wore them for a day and said it was a little creepy how easy it was to take pictures of people and record people without their having their knowledge. You know, the Google glasses that we talked about a couple of years ago, they were pretty obviously some funky sunglasses that had something weird going on. But these new Facebook Ray-Bans, they just look like a, a pair of Ray-Bans. You can't tell there's a camera in there. And all you do is, like, touch the side of your sunglasses, and it starts a recording device. And you're now recording the person you're looking at or the scene that you're looking at with audio or taking pictures. And, and is it possible to cover that LED light with, you know, a similar color nail polish or something like that? i got to believe it is. Um, Yeah, I suppose. But the, the I don't know. I don't know if you're going to run out and buy these or not, but they exist. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Why is that? Is it Delta specific? This is a really important question. Yes, this is a really important question. Well, first, I just want to say to Cayenne Destiny, these are these are good questions to ask. The good news is that, you know, I'm thinking about the questions that are being asked tonight. This is why it is so important. Well, so it's a, it's a reasonable question to ask. But here's the other really important point. The good news is we know how to do that. If I could say one other thing. Yeah, great questions. Um, what other things? Sure. Well, this is a really important question. Okay. <laughs> That's the Surgeon General Vivek Murthy on a special report with Brett Baer last night. And he's a, he's a seemingly a friendly, benign, uh, lovely fella. But he started every answer with that's just such an important question (laughs) it's like all right you don't have to kiss our ass every time the texas ban on abortion has spotlighted a problem democrats have between the older and the younger talk about that coming up in a, a bit but ivermectin continues to be in the news and the weirdness around that you remember uh alex jones is on the ivermectin train right you know what this is this is ivermectin for humans who want a nobel prize as an antiviral and this is inhalable, or these are the tablet steroids. So let me show you. I was going to do this anyways earlier. See this? See this, Fauci? You see this, Bill Gates? I'm going to kill those prions, you bastard murderers. And hit me with a bioweapon, you monster. You want to suppress me? You want to kill me? You son of a You demon. You think I'm easy to kill? Think I'm going to roll over to your crap? No. <laughs> Did I, so nuts. did I hear laughter in the background at some point? Yes. Like a camera person was like cracking up at his act. 
You did, indeed. So ivermectin is a drug that's out there that apparently has some success against COVID, and people go to their doctors, and their doctors prescribe it. But an Oklahoma TV station ran with a story that their hospitals are full of people taking the horse version of ivermectin, and then every other media outlet in the country, Rolling Stone picked up on it, and then every media outlet in the country for the last couple of weeks has run with the stupid Trump voters are eating horse paste and clogging up hospitals. Right. Now, I heard this yesterday, and this is pretty interesting to know on the story. We played the clip yesterday of uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC mocking Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan took ivermectin? Oh, my God. And he says it worked. Oh, my God. Yeah, he took it because his doctor prescribed it. You know how many people got prescribed ivermectin the, the, in the most recent data? Last week of August, 90,000 prescriptions were written by doctors for ivermectin around COVID. 90,000 yes. across the country. It's very, very common. Well, and for treatment of uh, microbial diseases and like, uh, what, do, what do you call it, like worms and stuff in Africa, it's prescribed to millions and millions of people. It's one of the it's one of the best known human drugs on Earth, if you dig into it like half an inch, but Morning Joe's never heard of it. It's just horse paste. And CNN, that's who uh, Joe Rogan went right. after CNN, because CNN continues to act like it's, in fact, I saw it just yesterday, um, uh, somebody uh, mocking the idea, but how, how did, I don't know. They don't care. I guess I guess major news outlets just no longer care at all whether or not they're close to accurate. No. Are they giving uh, gratification to their tribe or not? That's the only thing that there matters. There you go. Got this note from uh, Katie in beautiful Lodi, California. Gentlemen, I'm so tired of the ivermectin debate, but I had to weigh in. There are two types of ivermectin warmers, an edible paste for horses and an injectable version for cattle and horses. Oh, well, this is it. I think I've got worms. <laughs> um, I'm referencing yes. a TV show from 65 years ago. Probably not a good idea. I'll stop doing well, that. It, li- it lives on in, in syndication. Nobody's ever really um, had a decent talking horse show after Mr. Ed. Well, no, there's no point. How do you how do you follow perfection? Anyway, I can say for a fact, writes Katie, that human use of the injectable is not a new idea. I worked at a store in Stockton, California in the mid-2000s. It's right in the middle of California farm country. Uh, The amount of ivermectin we sold that was for human use was incredible and mainly purchased by minorities that didn't go to doctors. We sold all types of animal products to people that I'm fairly certain were being used personally. The amount of fish mox, which is a version of amoxicillin for fish, we sold could only have meant there were horse-sized goldfish somewhere in the area. Again, the main purchasers were minority folks. I also grew up with idiot country guys that would take shots of banamine, a large animal pain reliever, to cure hangovers. Nobody's perfect, I guess, but also nobody died. Well, did it work? Um, it worked and nobody died. I, mm, I'll i be careful with this. I know of people, this is apocryphal, everything you ever hear on the Armstrong and Getty show is for the purpose of entertainment. Uh, personal stories never actually happened. Any resemblance to any person living or dead is purely coincidental. I know people that use veterinarians' drugs for human stuff because it's so much freaking cheaper. There are a number of examples of if you get it from a doctor and it's got, you know, a human (laughs) doctor. I keep hearing people use the (laughs) term human doctor as opposed to, like, monkey doctors or wolf doctors. I'm not going to any damn monkey doctor. (laughs) 
Monkey doctors, doctor, it hurts when I do this. Gee, gee, gee. All doctors are human, but doctors that primarily serve humans. or vet, there, are, there are a number of drugs out there that are so much freaking cheaper if you get it through the vet than through your doctor. I mean, it's, it's like cents on the dollar. And it's the same wow. thing. Um, yeah. So I can understand where people would go down that road. Yeah. Check the dosages, folks. Don't take a horse-sized amount unless you weigh 1,000 pounds. Or do. It's your choice. I'm just looking out for my fellow humans here. Yeah. I don't want them overdosing on horse paste. And you think you're or, going or to affect... goldfish amoxicillin. And you think you're going to affect that human being? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Biden's speech yesterday. Who, who, who are you aiming at here? What are you trying to do? If... If you missed it, we talked about that a lot in hour one and probably will do next hour. But uh, Joe Biden's speech was insulting, unconstitutional, uh, uh, annoying, high-handed. Uh, it's a piece of garbage. So you know about the Texas abortion thing and how Democrats are reacting to it? Well, it, his uh, Politico is reporting on a side issue that might be the biggest problem the Democrats have around this, and that's the term woman. We'll talk more about that in a second. Wow. Wow. So I'm buying two of them. Absolutely. Probably two, maybe three. The new camera from Simply Safe Home Security. They just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. Uh, the award winning Simply Safe just got named U.S. News and World Reports best home security system of 2021. They've just gotten better. By the way, if you already have a Simply Safe Home Security system, the camera easily integrates with your current system. So that's good to know. But the camera is just amazing. Ultra-wide, 140-degree field of view, so you can keep an, an eye on your entire yard. 1080 HD resolution, 8 times zoom, so you can zoom in on faces, license plates, that sort of thing. Spotlight, color night vision, all that sort of stuff. This is really going to up your game in terms of security at night. Here, or, or, here. Or daytime. Yeah, sure. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Use that code. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating the new camera by knocking 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service is free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Did you see the Politico story from a couple of days ago? We didn't mention it that uh, a number of Biden aides don't watch his press conferences and statements because they're so worried about what he's going to say. It makes them uh, so nervous and sick to their stomach. Wow. They they, wow. they get him all ready to go with his uh, note cards and speech and teleprompter and whatever else, or ready to go for a press thing, and then they send him out there, and then they can't watch because they're so nervous about whether or not he's going to be able to pull it off. That's kind of interesting. Slow motion car wreck. Yeah, I, I buy that. It seems a little crazy, but rings true. But today, Politico's out with this story. Texas ban on abortion spotlights Democrats' generational divide on abortion and trans issues. When Texas last week became the first state, and Politico is not a right-leaning publication, if you don't know that. Uh, When Texas last week became the first state in 50 years to ban abortions early in pregnancy, President Joe Biden, senior Democrats in Congress, and the liberal members of the Supreme Court swiftly condemned the move, with Biden calling the law an unprecedented assault on women's rights. Nancy Pelosi declaring the high court's refusal to block it a disrespect of all women. Vice President Kamala Harris said the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. Yet many of the activists and clinics fighting the Texas law and similar restrictions around the country are taking pains to avoid gender-specific words such as woman or women, instead warning that patients, Texans, and people who need abortions are being harmed. The diverging language is complicating the left's efforts to remain united on abortion rights and take on Republicans on the whole thing, 
while drawing national attention to a fight that has long played out in private. It's pitting the Democrats' uh, advocacy a wing against its political establishment, which tends to be much older, each of which believes it's got the best strategy. The younger and more diverse advocates are pushing for more gender-neutral language, arguing that describing abortion rights as a women's issue marginalizes the trans and non-binary people who want to terminate pregnancies. Wow. And say being more inclusive help build stronger political coalitions. Uh, no, it doesn't. You're, you're, you're alienating about, I'm guessing, 90% of the population, including the vast majority of your own party. Yeah, there's a hell of a long road between I got no problem with transgender people or gay people or whatever. I hope you have a, a long and happy life. There's a long road between that and there's no such thing as women. Anybody who says they're a woman is a woman. That's insane. Oh, heck yeah. You're absolutely right. No problem, I think, over time getting people on board, especially in the Democratic Party with the whole trans thing and, and even non-binary, I guess, if that's what you want to do. But... Um, getting people to stop using the word women, well, you're going to have to have a couple of generations die off before you ever ever get there. The older generation in government and in a lot of the advocacy groups has resisted this shift, fearful of alienating potential supporters, like I said, probably 90% of America, and provoking... And alienating the sane. Yeah. Uh, Let me skip down because I thought this was really interesting. This is Barbara Boxer being quoted. Former senator of California, she was she used to be like the leading light of progressivism and way out there left wing politics. You know, when I was younger, she was always the example of that. Smart as a whip, too. I mean, literally as smart as a whip, an inanimate object. Uh, It says here in Politico, even some longtime progressive stalwarts say they don't understand the need to strip gendered language from defenses of abortion rights. Quoting Barbara Boxer now, obviously, ipso facto, it's an attack on women. She said, we don't have to say that because who has babies? Women. Barbara Boxer said that. Wrong. Birthing people do, you misogynist, racist, paternalistic monster. Or what did AOC say? Menstruating humans or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's how much it's changed in a generation or two. Barbara Boxer's like, who has babies? Women. What are we talking about here? To no, what the, get the W word? Ah, 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 get that out of here. How crazy is that? How I, that we've changed? So, I'm not saying the trans thing is crazy. I'm saying not acknowledging that there are men and women. I think that is crazy. Absolutely it is. It's part of the critical theory. They want to erase any binary, any any demarcation of humans they're uncomfortable with. There should be no lines. And, and, and they try to deny the biological reality of male and female among humans and say there are, there are no innate differences. None as has been pointed out. If that were true, we would be the only species of primates that's true for. And there are hundreds and hundreds of species. And that would be so weird. It would be about the biggest story in science for the next century. So shut up, crazy people. Men's, and don't buy their garbage. Menstruating people, birthing humans, chest feeding their offspring. Right. It's awesome. Don't, 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 folks. I, don't. Or, or do, since I'm on the other side, uh, generally uh, on most politics. Go ahead. Keep that up. See how that works for you.
Because I'm guessing yeah, I'm, I'm just talking to our friends and our listeners because they're pretty silver tongued in explaining why it's actually justice and good to do these things. Don't fall for the fraud. Uh, Taco Bell wants you to mail back your used hot sauce packets. <laughs> uh, we'll explain that coming up, among other things. Please do not use gendered language <laughs> to address everyone. To c- Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Brush your hair back from your eyes. I take you down, let the Oh, really? Go. It's not. We don't have it. Okay, fine. Um, apparently, Taco Bell put out a, um, a, a jingle or something yesterday. They want you to mail back your used hot sauce po- packets. Hmm. Um, Recycling? Is that the idea? Taco Bell wants to give your used hot sauce packets a second life as part of an effort to tackle packaging waste. The national food fast food chain is challenging all customers to mail in their used mild, hot, and fire sauce packets to be recycled. It's part of a nationwide pilot program. I assumed this was a joke, but they sound serious. Um, industry-wide solution for recycling single-use food packaging. I am not a particularly green person. If you are a longtime listener of this show, you are aware that I think about global warming z- roughly zero minutes per year. It's not something I think about at all. Maybe I should. How dare you? Maybe that makes me better. I do drive a Tesla now. I got an electric car, but that was just to save money on gas, not because I thought it would make the planet better. Um, but I am green around this whole packaging issue. God dang, we got to get a handle on that. The amount of cardboard and plastic and you order something from Amazon. It's a tiny little thing. It's in a box this size, stuffed full of plastic that's going to be in our landfills for the next 10,000 years. It's just a terrible idea. Yeah, it's just wasteful. It's silly. There's no need for it. And regularly fast food, they they jam in there. Either you get no napkins or you get uh, 150 napkins. Um, and uh, okay, I'll shove them in my glove compartment. Why my glove compartment's already full of napkins? I guess I'll just throw them away. And uh, packets and all this sort of stuff. Uh, a lot of waste. We don't need all this waste. Yeah, it's funny how some fast food places they have the little packets. Even if you're eating at the restaurant, you grab a handful of packets, and some have the big old ketchup dispenser or you know mustard dispenser. But I don't know what I think about people mailing back in their packets that have been sitting in their maybe they've been in the uh, center console of their car through hundred degree days for the last two years. I don't know if mm. I want you to mail that back to Taco Bell and then I end up getting it. Not that well, and I know the uh, postal service isn't big on you shipping fluids. I've never been to a Taco Bell or eaten at a Taco Bell, as uh, I've mentioned over the years. No, I have not. Well, when am I going to start now? Why do you Is hate it? your native land? Taco Bell, a cherished part of the American landscape. <laughs> Fake um, Mexican food. <laughs> hey, if anybody gets these new Facebook Ray-Ban sunglasses, let us know. And if you actually try them out. They're out there now with the um, couple of five megapixel cameras and the ability to record and all that sort of stuff. And they just look like regular sunglasses. You just tap the side of your sunglasses and you're now recording a conversation 
or somebody that you want to have a picture of or, or whatever, and they, they won't have any idea that you're doing it. Well, according to Mark Zuckerberg, they will, because a little light will go on. But I imagine you could easily cover that sure, light. Sure, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the reviewer in the Wall Street Journal said, no, there's there's nobody's going to have any idea you're recording them or taking pictures of them when you have these sunglasses on. Are you saying Mark Zuckerberg lied to us? And um, and his main point in the Wall Street Journal was he assumes that this is going to catch on. There'll be a whole bunch of other different versions of this, and pretty soon we'll all be wearing some sort of wearable recording device. We already have in our hand a recording device, but at least for now you kind of have to hold it up, and it's relatively obvious that you're recording somebody, but we are very quickly moving toward recording devices that nobody knows you. You'll, you'll live your paranoid life with the idea that it, in any conversation with anybody at any time, they're recording it. Beautiful. That won't make Great. us weird and paranoid at all. No, no. Wow. Check your local uh, consent laws. Uh, so next hour, we got to get back into the incredibly vile and unconstitutional Joe Biden speech yesterday talking about the new federal vaccine mandate that he and his people had vowed over and over again would never happen. He's losing patience with us, Joe. The president is losing patience with us, and I just feel bad that we're putting him through this. I'm so very sorry, Mr. Great granddad president. Uh, plus, uh, Jack was talking earlier about how he likes the, the ultra woke crowd going with their crazy, crazy rhetoric because it's, it helps to unmask them. Great example of that. Uh, coming up next hour from Canada, unintentionally hilarious from their cute little uh, prime minister, Justin Trudeau. Hey, the NFL season kicked off last night with Tom Brady and the uh, Bucks winning. I just saw the uh, game-winning throw. He looked like he was 25 years old as he ran out and threw that pass. Armstrong and Getty.